Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Acts chapter 20, verses 28 to 31. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. According to a recent story on Minnesota Public Radio, the growing number of gray wolves is starting to become a concern for people who raise livestock like sheep and cattle. Have you ever seen a wolf? Wolves have a look all of their own. Unlike coyotes, which weigh between 25 and 40 pounds, wolves weigh between 60 and 120 pounds. They have a long snout, round furry ears, and large feet. Toward the end of his ministry, Paul said, I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come among you and will not spare the flock. But it's not sharp teeth, yellow eyes, or even a long, low howl that identifies this type of wolf. It's false teaching that denies the gospel. The apostle goes on to say, Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. Distortion and denial of the truth is a danger Paul describes here. It was a real danger in the Apostles' day, and it continues to be a danger today. But just as Paul's warning is true, so are Christ's promises. Wolves aren't subtle in their attack. Neither are false prophets. Shortly before Easter last month, the New York Times interviewed the president of a large, prominent seminary and asked what they thought about Jesus' resurrection. The reporter was stunned when they denied it. The seminary president said, For Christians for whom the physical resurrection becomes some sort of obsession, that seems to me to be a pretty wobbly faith. Now, compare that to what the Apostle Paul, who refers to this as of first importance, also wrote in 1 Corinthians. If God has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. When the seminary president was asked, what happens when we die? They replied, I don't know. There may be something. There may be nothing. My faith is not tied to some divine promise about the afterlife. Wow. That's both sad and alarming. As Paul says, if only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. But then the apostle goes on to say with great joy, But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. In fact, this is the very reason Jesus came and gave his life on the cross for you and for me. It was for our sins and for our salvation that he came. Not only has Jesus' death on the cross atoned for your sins, every one of them, but now Jesus has promised to raise us and all who trust in him to eternal life. You can count on it. In John, we hear our Savior say clearly and unequivocally, For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. So what does Paul say about wolves? He says, be on your guard. How do you and I do that? Not by spending our time learning how to identify wolves, but by following our shepherd and hearing his word. Here's how Christ, our good shepherd, 
safeguards his flock in every generation. What a blessing then it is to hear our Savior himself tell us in John, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Let us pray. Good Shepherd, thank you for the salvation you have given me in your word and the loving protection that comes with it. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.